This is Shifting Our Schools episode 165, your classroom mission statement. Shifting Our Schools happens with small, significant steps forward. This week, Jeff Utick is back to tour us through a way to keep taking those steps with another free Shifting Schools resource. Before you listen, we want to remind you that this episode has a ready-to-use meeting map, so you can use this episode with your team. Be sure to find the link in our show notes. Okay, educators, ready to dig in, unlearn, and prepare to spark the next shift at your school? Then let's kick off this episode. Well, welcome back to another episode of Shifting Our Schools. I'm your host, Jeff Hudick. I hope this episode finds you safe and healthy. If you've been a longtime listener of our show, you know I love getting emails and voice memos from listeners like you. Well, I got a great email last week, and I want to open this week's episode with a snippet from it. James from Lincoln City, Nebraska wrote us to say, Jeff, the unspoken rules idea you talked about kickstarted a long overdue conversation for my vice principals and I. We ended up realizing we each had a lot of assumptions about morale and school culture. I've decided to use that resource as the compass for team communication next year. Thank you for the resource, and thank you for encouraging my team and I to think about the messages we send as administrators. James is referring to last week's episode, so if you want to check that out, please do. That's episode 164. You can find the resource he mentioned in our free guide, Small Significant Shifts, for Stronger SEL, and that is the same guide we're going to continue talking about this week. You can find the link to it in the show notes of this episode or head over to ShiftingSchools.com and under the resource tab in the menu, you'll find all our free resources for educators. There are over 40 free downloads in our resource library, over 25 free webinars, this podcast and its now 165 episodes, as well as our Supporting Parents at Home free resources that we created in partnership with Washington State's Educational Service Districts. While there, check out our on-offer menu as well that includes our very popular Making Assessment Meaningful course, as well as our coaching program that leads to becoming a Google Certified Coach. You'll notice we have taken all that we learned about the changing nature of professional development that we covered in episodes 159 through 161 and applied it to these and other offerings coming soon. In fact, here's Lisa to talk about what she learned and took away from the Making Assessment Meaningful cohort we ran this spring. One thing I started thinking about from the cohort that I participated in is what I want students to think about and learn and know and believe based on my courses and how my grades, which are a communication tool, reinforce that belief system or learning. Um, If I want my students to have a growth mindset and I want my students to see their potential and I want my students to invest in learning, how is my grade book, my assessment system, um, their power and choice within that system reinforcing or hindering that belief? Am I communicating to students with my grading and assessment that what I really care about is compliance? 
when what I want them to care about and what I say that I care about is growth and learning? Is it about penalizing early work where they're still learning and making mistakes and not giving them the chance to take that learning journey? Or am I saying the learning journey is what matters? So the practical thing that I'm going to be working on next year that I'm really excited to do with my uh, students is year-long learning portfolios. So I'm setting up learning progressions around essential standards for the year and um, creating, uh, I'm an Office 365 school, so a PowerPoint. Um, In the class, we actually used um, Google Slides, which would work as well. But creating a, a format for them to kind of think about where they're starting at the beginning of the year on those learning progressions to reflect, to collect information and evidence of learning as they go. And then I'm going to check in with them on their grades at the end of each of our quarters, essentially, so that we'll have kind of five check-ins on those standards over the course of the year um, and really let them drive those grading conversations and demonstrate evidence of their growth along that learning progression. So I'm actually really excited about that because I think that assessment model is a lot more in keeping with my grading purpose, which is to encourage them to learn and grow and see um, that as the value, not compliance. Thanks, Lisa, for reflecting on the learning for making assessment meaningful. I'm Tyler Rablin, facilitator and designer of the course. If you want to join the next cohort of Making Assessment Meaningful, head over to shiftingschools.com and check out the On Offer tab. This week, we explore an idea that has meant a lot to me, not only as an educator and a business owner, but as a local resident of Seattle. The resource that pairs with this episode is a free edible slide deck series that walks you and your students through the process of drafting a class mission statement. Inside the slide deck, you'll find a few sample mentor texts of mission statements. We've linked the mission statements of Nike, Patagonia, the University of Washington, and the Seattle Seahawks. That's right, the Seattle Seahawks have a mission statement. Let me read theirs to you. Here it is. It is our goal to use these core principles and our commitment to passion, character, and excellence to empower change within our community. We as an organization and as individuals represent and respect a wide range of human differences, personal experiences, and cultural backgrounds. Pretty powerful stuff, right? It is short and sweet, but also moving, and clearly they get it. Football is more than a game. So let's have a short little thought experiment with that mission statement. I want you to think of one, just one student from the past year, and try to see the following experiment through their perspective. I'm going to take that mission statement and turn it into a fill-in-the-blank activity and ask you to fill in the blank, answering from the lens of the student you selected. I'll give you a second to get that student in your mind. Ready? Here we go. Number one, it is the goal of our classroom to commit to the following three things. A, B, 
see. Number two, we as a classroom will respect the following three things. A, we will respect B, we will respect C, we will respect How hard or how easy did the answers come to you? Was it challenging to answer from the lens of one of your students? You might already be excited about the idea of your students taking a mission statement mentor text and making it their own. I know I've really enjoyed that activity with learners. And if you have participated in any of our workshops with Shifting Schools, you've already heard me preach the benefits of scaffolding an activity like this. This is why inside the free slide deck, you'll also find a few ways to do some pre-thinking. For me, my favorite pre-thinking activity is to ask students to think about the three verbs that really tell the story of what our learning community is like. To get to those three verbs, our resource recommends giving space and time for students to think about these three questions. Question number one, last week, which word best describes our learning? A, navigating, B, collecting, C, exploring, D, other. Number two, when you feel most connected to your classmates, which actions are you engaged with? A, demonstrating, B, playing, C, pioneering, D, other. And number three, pick one. Success in our class asks us to regular A, act, B, reflect, C, practice, D, inquire. Now, while this activity is great for students, the process of them collaboratively working towards a collective mission statement is a great way to bolster student ownership and foster community. But secretly, there is another huge benefit to doing this activity. As a teacher, it really helps you notice and get curious about how students are experiencing learning in your classroom. In her book, Teaching for Transgress, Bell Hooks writes, quote, As a classroom community, our capacity to generate excitement is deeply affected by our interest in one another, in hearing one another's voices, in recognizing one another's presence, end quote. An activity like this one invites students to see how one another are experiencing learning and how to envision what they want it to be. Social-emotional learning needs us to make space for conversations like this one. This is a wonderful way to have students not only get curious about each other's experience, but also about their own. We know that self-awareness is a huge part of developing our social skills. In looking for ways to build it into our practice, we rehearse it. So what I see is not just an opportunity in the rough draft process of developing a mission statement just for my class, but I see an ongoing opportunity for each student to return to it later on. At the end of the day or end of the week, I might create an exit ticket that invites the students to tell me how connected they felt to our mission statement at that point in time. As an example of what that might look like, let me read you another mission statement 
This one belongs to a toy you never want to step on, Lego. Their mission statement reads, quote, We want to inspire and develop the builders of tomorrow. Our ultimate purpose is to inspire and develop children to think creatively, reason systematically, and release their potential to shape their own future, experiencing the endless human possibility, end quote. So let's say that was the mission statement my students came up with. My exit ticket might be as simple as this. On a scale of one to five, how inspired were you this week? What could we do more or less of to help you feel more inspired? One might help you better understand what is inspiring your peers this week. Now, here is a critical thing. If I'm collecting exit tickets that tap into SEL, in order for my students to know I value it, I have to show I'm thinking about what they share. So every once in a while, I'll speak to what their exit tickets are telling me, and I'll let them know what changes I'm trying to make. It's a two-way street. If we go through the hard work of making our own mission statement, that mission statement needs to work for us, and we need to work at it. Inside the free guide, Small Significant Shifts for SEL, you'll find the slide deck that you can customize for your learners. The mission statement mentor text in the example are local and personal for me, a Washington State resident. While they will work for you anywhere, it could be great to pick mentor texts that work for your location and amplify small businesses in the neighborhood. You might even invite a small business owner to speak to your students about their process of drafting their own mission statement. By going to local businesses, you could ask students to have a conversation about how tangible their values are as a customer. For example, I live not too far from Pike Place Market, and they say that they are, quote, guided by the following values, collaboration, inclusion, respect, optimism, and gratitude, end quote. The next time I head to the market, I'm going to be on the lookout. Where do I see collaboration in motion? Where's the respect? How inclusive is the market? Does it make me feel optimistic? And does it make me want to express gratitude? Before you take your students through this experience, maybe you too need a mission statement. What if you had a mission statement and you shared it with your students? What if you did it together? Trying each day to live up to your own mission statement as you support students in doing the same. I love hearing and reading other educators' mission statements. Here's Steve Murphy's mission statement, a high school social studies teacher. Mission, developing globally aware empathetic citizens with a passion for service learning and service leadership to positively impact the world around them. Of course, you can watch Steve's free webinars in our webinar section under resources on our website and see if he's living up to his mission statement. Or what about Tyler Rablin's mission statement? Tyler is a high school ELA teacher, creator of our Making Assessment Meaningful course, and has two free webinars as well for you to watch. His mission statement reads, Mission, creating passionate, well-rounded people who are excited about learning and empowered to make a difference in their own lives, their communities, and the world. Mission statements aren't just for companies or classrooms. 
We all have a mission statement. Just very few of us put it down for the world and others to see. Maybe it's time to share your mission statement about what it means to be an educator with your students. My mission statement, you ask? Mission, to support schools and organizations in preparing students for their future, not our past. Something you may notice now that we are in our third episode into the special series on SEL is how each activity is somehow connected to the practice of noticing and wondering. Christina Capario, the director of research at the Yale Center for Emotional Intelligence, said this about the essence of SEL. Quote, at the end of the day, we're talking about teaching people how to be better citizens and more positive contributors to their society. End quote. I'll be sure to link the interview that quote came from in our show notes. It is courtesy of edsurge.com. In my experience, if we want students to want to make positive contributions to their community, we need to get them curious about that environment, and we need to create opportunities for them to see and think about it differently. That's what this week's resource is all about, asking questions about our purposes for being together, learning together, and wondering how we can best leverage our shared experiences as learners. If this resource inspires you to rethink your mission statement as an educator, or if you already have one, we'd love to hear it, and we'd be honored to share it on the podcast. You can email me or send a voice message through to info at shiftingschools.com. Until next time, I'll see you on the network. Thank you for being a part of the hashtag Shifting Schools community. We love when listeners like you weigh in. So head over to our show notes to find ways to share your thoughts. Have a request for a future episode? Jeff and his team love supporting you with the content you need. Shifting Our Schools podcast is a proud production of the Shifting Schools team. Looking for a longer interactive conversation about the ideas shared in this session? Contact us at info at shiftingschools.com to find out about our workshops.